Welcome to the Martin Bailey Photography Podcast. It's November 14, 2016 and this is episode 549. Today I bring you the concluding part of our four-part series of travelogue style episodes to walk you through the final 10 images from my recent Iceland full circle tour and workshop. We pick up the trail on September 13, 2016 when we walked up from Detifoss to Selfoss. Selfoss doesn't have the power that Detifoss has, but they're definitely worth the extra walk once you're nearby. There is a series of falls along the right side of the river as you can see in this photo. Again, I wish we'd been able to get to the other side of the falls, but it wasn't to be this year. What I do like about this photo from this angle though, is the pronounced line of waves in the water, almost making an S shape from the front of the main falls, first banking left and then coming back towards the middle of the frame and out of the centre of the bottom of the photo. It almost feels like there's a giant serpent just under the surface of the water. This was a 0.3 second exposure at f14 ISO 100 at 100mm with my 100-400mm to lens. I converted to black and white in Capture One Pro. I haven't used Silver Effects Pro once since I switched to Capture One and I'm really not missing it. The biggest benefit, of course, is that I get to keep my images in their original RAW format, so I save on disk space, and I will benefit from upgrades to the processing engine as Phase 1 upgrade Capture One Pro. Later in the day, we visited Lake Mirvaden, not far from where we were staying for the two nights that we spent in this area. In true form for Iceland, the rain hadn't really let up for the last few days, so a few people decided to stay on the bus, but some of us walked down to the lake to capture some of the beautiful fall colour that we can see in this photo. The overall scene would have been nice in the sun, but I think the wet leaves look nice when they're wet like this. The colours literally become more saturated when wet. It's not a coincidence that we use the same word to mean both colourful and very wet. I shot this with a 0.6 second exposure at f14 ISO 100 at 63mm with my 24-70mm lens. If you didn't catch it, I released a review of the new 24-105mm Mark II lens last week and that's what I'll be working with in the future. You can see that review at mbp.ac slash 548 if you're interested. The following morning, bright and early, we visited Dimmerborgil while the frost was still on the ground and had a lovely early morning walk with a blue sky that was nice to see for the first time in a few days. I'm actually not a fan of blue skies, but... If it's a toss-up between blue sky and constant rain, 
there comes a point when the blue sky becomes a bit more appealing. This is more a fun shot than anything, as it's a selfie of me with my own shadow. If you look closely, there's a figure standing on top of that shadow pinnacle. That's me with my 11 to 24 millimeter lens shooting this photograph. There's the shadow of another member of the group to the left of me as well. I really enjoyed this shoot, just because it felt so great to be out in the brisk morning air, but the full colour was a nice added bonus. My settings for this photo were a hundredth of a second at f16, ISO 400 at 15mm. I had increased my ISO so that I could handhold the camera for this shot. There really wasn't enough room to set up my tripod on top of that rock on which I was standing. After the morning shoot, we had a long drive up to Aspergi where we would take a short walk from the bus to a simply magical lake that you can see in this photo. We had hoped for a windless day for this reflection and we were lucky enough to get just a slight breeze so there was only a small amount of rippling on the surface of the water. There was that solitary white gull on the lake too which I thought added a nice additional element. I shot this at f14 for a fifteenth of a second at ISO 400 at 38mm. Although I was using a tripod for this, I increased my ISO a bit here for a couple of reasons. Firstly, the gull was moving around and I didn't want it to become a streak of white with a long exposure. Also, we were shooting from a wooden platform on the lake and people were walking around, so there was always risk of that causing camera shake. So the shorter the exposure, the less risk. If you click on that image on the blog to really take a close look at the photo, you'll see a person in a blue coat just above the trees on the right third of the image. After shooting from the platform on the lake for a while, we went up there and shot this next photo, showing the lake and the cliff wall that encompasses it. This beautiful fall colour is one of the reasons that I plan my tours in September. The other reason is because many of the summer crowds have also started to leave by now. I love the colour in this shot though, from the oranges in the cliff face to the right, through all of those lush greens, yellows and oranges in the foliage. This was a 125th of a second exposure at f14 with a focal length of 16 millimeters. I was on solid ground now so I set my ISO back to 100 and was using a tripod again. Making the most of the dry weather, after this we drove to Godafoss and I was very excited to see the sky as we approached the falls. As you can see in this photograph, parts of the sky look like a long exposure without actually doing the long exposure. This was actually just a quarter of a second exposure at f16 at 33mm. We had walked down to the river bank for this first image. Again this black and white processing was done in Capture One Pro 
and I love the control over the tones. In trying to stop the bright parts of the sky from blowing out though, I found that the water in the forms was a little bit too dark, so I brushed in a band of adjustment layer across the forms and increased the clarity just for that layer, and this made just the water brighter again. I did the same with the water in this next shot from the other bank of Godafoss. Just brushed in some clarity across the forms and the white water caused by the forms, just to bring back some of the balance to the image caused by the sky being so bright in some areas. Godafoss literally means the waterfall of the gods, and I can see why. I mentioned earlier in this series that Skogafoss was still my favourite waterfall in Iceland, and Seljulandsfoss another of my favourites. After my first visit to northern Iceland on this tour, Godafoss has secured a solid place in my list of favourite Iceland waterfalls. I'd been looking forward to Detifoss more, but because we couldn't get to the other shore, I was somewhat disappointed by Detifoss. Godafoss, though, surpassed my expectations, so I'm really pleased we added this location. My settings were a quarter of a second at f22, ISO 100, and a focal length of 12mm. You'll probably recall me saying in previous episodes that I don't like to go below f16 because it starts to make the image soft due to diffraction which is when light is forced through a small hole and spreads out on the other side. Well, as expected, this image is just a little bit soft throughout because of diffraction. I couldn't bring myself to take this into Canon's Digital Photo Professional just to apply their digital lens optimizer, so I'm living with the image as it is, just soft for now. If I print this at some point, I'll use the lens optimizer or something similar to remove the effects of diffraction at that point. The following day we had a long drive across what was left of northern Iceland and down the west coast towards Reykjavik. Our last planned stop was for the beautiful waterfalls Barnafoss and Hraunfossa. Here first is Barnafoss, a cascade of glacial meltwater through the rough lava formation. This is similar to the shots from previous years, although I do like the sky in this version, with plenty of texture. The full colour was nice this year too, and I think I went a little wider than usual as well, opening up my 11-24mm lens to 11mm. This is a 1.6 second exposure at f14, ISO 100. I used the healing brush in Capture 1 to remove a number of people along the top of the rock on the left side of this photo. Just down from this point are the beautiful cascades of Fraunfossa that we can see in this photo. I've not really shot this angle before, but I quite like this, with the actual horizon of the land at the top of the frame showing the forms in context of their surroundings. I shot this with the same settings as the previous image, 1.6 seconds 
at f14 iso 100 but i used my 24 to 70 millimeter lens for this at 63 millimeters so not as wide i love the silky feel of the water in these falls at 1.6 seconds it's a bit long for some waterfall shots but i think it suits these falls and the longer shutter speed also helps to make the water of the river smoother as well just outside Reykjavik, we made a brief stop to photograph the horses that we can see in this last photograph for this travelogue series. This was a lovely moment as the two horses touched heads, looking like they were sharing a tender moment. I really like horses when it's raining, with their matted hair and manes. I had put my 100-400mm lens on and shot this at 182mm. Because of the long focal length, I increased the ISO to 800 and the shutter speed to 320th of a second at f5.6. I wanted the wide aperture to force the background to go out of focus a little. As usual, at the end of the tour, I took out a digital recorder and walked around the bus to record a comment from each of the participants. I'd like to play you that now. Okay, so this is it. We're just finishing the 2016 Martin Bailey Photography Iceland tour with Tim Vollmer and myself. So we're going to go around the bus as usual and get a quick comment from each of, each of the members of the, the group. So Jay, would you like to say something? Uh, my name is Jay Tuttle from Indianapolis and it's been a, a wonderful tour, lots of variety. Uh, Martin and Tim were great. And I have to say that as much as I love my fiance, it was kind of nice not to hear anyone say, aren't you done yet? How many pictures of that are you going to take? <laughs> I know the feeling. Thanks, Tim. Tim. I'd like to say uh, yep. first thanks to you, Martin, and Tim for running a terrific uh, photography tour. Oh, thank you. uh, you've taken us to some spectacular places, which, uh, you know, I... Uh, I think it's just amazing. Three, three to four shoots a day over ten days. Uh, it would take me a long time at home to, uh, to, to to do something like this. And the places have been just one more spectacular than the other. And finally, I'd like to thank you and Tim for uh, the help you've given me, the advice and uh, on on, uh, on the photography aspect. And uh, I feel like I did get a few good shots. And uh, look forward to doing this again sometime. Thanks again. This uh, trip has been a great opportunity to work on developing camera skills in a uh, beautiful land with majestic views and endless waterfalls. <laughs> Thank you. Let's see. Let's go to Dave. <laughs> Get rid of your polo, man. <laughs> Dave Steckler, Seattle, Washington area. Uh, this is my first time to Iceland, and I'm very glad to have been here with Martin. Uh, and the rest of the photographers on the tour. Martin and Tim have done a wonderful job in getting us to amazing locations such as Man Land, Man Land Manalauger, and uh, that was my favorite. And uh, the other favorite thing, um, highlight, was uh, being able to shoot the uh, Northern Lights, which was a real highlight for me. Uh, the lodging was good and the food was good and uh, had a great time, and I'm looking forward to coming back sometime. Great. Thanks, Dave. Chris? Hi, Chris from Australia. Um, I learnt a lot on this trip, um, both from the instructors and other participants. Uh, saw some stunning, absolutely stunning locations and 
got some great photos, so thank you very much, Martin and Tim. Hi, I'm Martin from the UK. Um, it's been a great trip, so, um, and Iceland's been somewhere that I've always wanted to come. Um, uh, we've been, we've had had mixed weather, but I think we've all come away with some some great images. Um, we're lucky enough to have one night at the the Aurora, um, which was which was quite amazing to see to see in person. So I've seen pictures before, but being able to be able to capture it and, and witness it in person was great. Um, thanks. I think you get the, the photograph of the tour with your Aurora photo, Martin. That's spectacular. Lloyd. Hi, I'm Lloyd from Brisbane, Australia. So this, this is my, really my first time out of the country, apart from New Zealand. And this has been a really, really great experience. Not just the tour, but the country as well. And uh, I want to thank you, Martin, for your help with my photography. I've gone from being an aperture priority HDR man to a proper manual exposed to the right and get my head wrapped around it. And big thanks to Tim for his uh, advice and tips and uh, his stunt work he does when he takes his photographs. <laughs> and uh, thanks to uh, Gudrun, our driver, as well. And probably all the guys on the tour. I couldn't imagine a better bunch to do a tour with. It's been a great group. Yeah, been a really great group, yeah. All right, thanks, Lloyd. No worries. Sandy. <laughs> say a few words? Um, yes. Uh, I'm from Australia and... I would say I'm one of the rookies of the photography group here and actually I tend to go for the macro I've been looking at patterns and colors uh, my detail shots. the detail shots and that is what's taken my interest more than the, the landscape I like to zoom in onto the patterns so my my shots are totally different to everybody else's so uh, yeah, yeah yes, it's so. been lovely looking at them. <laughs> No, I've thoroughly enjoyed it. It's been a great experience. Good stuff. Good stuff. Thank, Thank you. Doug, would you like to say a few words? Yes, Doug Marker from Sydney, Australia. Retired, but at uh, back at university. Uh, thoroughly enjoyed this trip in as much as that before I started, I really could not set the aperture and speed on the camera that I had, which is uh, DSLR or mirrorless. But by the end of this trip and with some distinct encouragement from our guide <laughs> I could the last lot of photographs I took were in manual and uh, I wouldn't throw one of them away oh, brilliant. That's great to hear. Good stuff, <laughs> Angela. <laughs> um, hi I'm Angela from Brisbane Australia um, and I've had a great time on this trip and I've uh, seen lots of interesting things and made lots of wonderful friends oh, and um, we saw the aurora, so I'm very excited about that. <laughs> so thank you very much. You're welcome. Okay, I'm Ada Quinn from San Francisco, and uh, I've had just a marvelous uh, 10 days cruising through Iceland, uh, trying to dodge the rainstorms and uh, get uh, some good pictures of this marvelous country. And I really appreciate uh, both Martin and Tim and uh, Good John, our driver, helping us make such a wonderful uh, outing. Uh, it's a, a remarkable country and uh, I've got some fabulous pictures so thank you very much. I can certainly attest to that. You have got some wonderful pictures. <laughs> okay, well. Ah, I'm Will Johnson from uh, San Francisco Bay Area and uh, probably the uh, the least experienced and have the least expensive camera of the group <laughs> but uh, with Martin's help we I've really I've really taken uh, a few pictures that I think are, are uh, 
better, much better than I would have before. And uh, what I was really interested in was uh, his demonstrations of the uh, of the newest imaging software. I got a real uh, real kick out of that. And again, uh, the group was just amazing to, to be with. And I uh, I thank you again, Mark. Not at all. Thank you, Gary. My name's Gary, I'm from the San Francisco Bay Area. This is uh, my first time to Iceland and first time with a uh, photo workshop with Martin. Um, I really appreciate the opportunity to use manual uh, mode more and learn more about exposure to the right and the exposure triangle. And I also appreciate the opportunity to begin to learn the intricacies of the Australian language. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent, thank you Gary. I'm Signe from the San Francisco Bay Area and the photo workshop has been a really a great way to be introduced to the country and I want to thank you and Tim for organizing everything. Okay, thank you. Okay, so I know that you probably can't hear me um, but just uh, before I stop this I want to just say a big thank you to Tim and to the driver. Let's give them a round of applause. That's for you Tim and our illustrious driver. Okay, thanks very much, everybody. That was great. I, I Because we've been interrupting this series of podcasts, the Travelogue episodes, with other topics, I, I haven't actually listened to that. It's been almost two months since we finished the tour, so it was really nice to come back and listen to the comments from the group there. So that brings us to the end of the 2016 Iceland Travelogue series. I hope you've enjoyed tagging along vicariously over these four episodes. I love doing these Iceland tours and I can't wait to get back there again next year. If you think you might like to join us for the 2017 Iceland Full Circle Tour and Workshop from September 4 to the 15th, please do check out the details at mbp.ac Iceland. As you can see, and as you've seen over these four episodes, we visit some amazing locations and have a great time. So thanks very much for listening today. If you enjoy these podcasts, please share a link with your friends. Subscribe in iTunes or your favorite podcast program to ensure interrupted delivery. If you have a moment to rate the podcast or leave us a review in iTunes, that helps to keep us relevant in the huge number of podcasts out there now. You can find me on Google+, Twitter, Instagram and Facebook, etc. And links to everything that I'm up to are at martinbaileyphotography.com, so do drop by and take a look. I'll be back next week with another episode, but in the meantime, you take care and have a great week, whatever you're doing. Bye bye.